One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight hundred and eighty-nine things to talk about with Alyssa and Julia. The topic of our month is Seattle, and this week we are going to be talking about hot spots in Seattle to visit for tourists. We know that a lot of tourists do come to Seattle to see kind of iconic things, and some of them are in Pike Place Market. I'm sure if you're a tourist, that you would know that is a really crowded area most of the time. And some of the most popular spots in Pike Place are,、um, well, one of them is the very original Starbucks. It's the first Starbucks. It was second. It was. Are you sure? Yeah, because the first one burned down. Oh,、Fun、I didn't、fact. know that. The first Starbucks burned down, so it is the second Starbucks. Oh, I thought it was the very original. That's、mm. interesting. Apparently, it's the second one. All right. Well, the second Starbucks to ever exist. It was built in the 18th century, I believe, and it is always so crowded whenever I go in there. And actually, their logo on the outside is not the same as the modern day logo. I think it was more original, and they've kind of changed it ever since. But it still looks very similar. You just notice a tiny bit of a difference in the logos. But people love going to the Starbucks. I think it's really cool to see because it's such a historical landmark, and I guess history because Starbucks is one of the biggest corporations nowadays, and literally so many people go to Starbucks every single day. And they even go multiple times a day sometimes because you can go for like drinks and then they also have meals and literally everything, gift cards, so many things and gifts that you can give people such as the mugs and I think they also have some kind of clothing. I don't know if they usually sell those at stores, but I'm pretty sure that they do have sweatshirts or something like that. And Starbucks is just a really huge thing nowadays. There is a lot of stuff to do with Starbucks, so I think it is monumental to live in basically the home city of Starbucks, just in general, because then you kind of get the feeling like, oh, I'm going to Starbucks, but technically it's my local coffee shop. You know,、mm-hmm. like in the back of your mind, it like technically, technically, it is the local coffee shop. Especially if you go to that one, you're going to like. The as close to the original Starbucks that there is, people visit it all the time. It's around Pike's Place, right? Yeah, I know it's in Pike yeah, Place. Yeah, in Pike's Place. Yeah, I have been there a few times just because why not? But it it is if you are a tourist, I would recommend just going to Pike's Place in general and stopping there. There are lots of other like really good places to eat. In that area, so if you're looking for really good food, that is a place that you just want to go, anyways, because there's going to be a lot of different types of food options. Usually, seafood because of the area, and they will be really good. Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier,、uh, that Starbucks is not the only thing there. There's so many things to do in Pike Place, and another one of them is the famous Gum Wall. That is a basically super super big wall where everybody chews gum and puts it on there, and people actually make patterns with those, which is a fun fact. It's really interesting. Some people make the flags of their country if they're foreign and they're just traveling and want to see like a you know touristy area, and even local people still visit it. I know I've been to the gum wall many times, and I usually. Put different colored gum on there because every time I chew gum, it's a different color. 
but there's so many different colors that you can see, and it's really cool. I mean, it's a little bit gross, to be honest, but I think it's so iconic that people are, like, overlooking the disgusting factor and just, like, think it's a really cool thing that it still exists. They did try to take down the gum wall. Like, they took all the original gum down a few years ago, actually, from the gum wall, but then people started putting it back up again. They just could not take away the gum wall. Oh, interesting. Well, I think they have to clean it off occasionally just because if people keep piling it on, it's going to, like, fall. But I think they do have to, you know, shave it down sometimes. But I don't know how old the oldest piece of gum on that wall is. I mean, I'm sure it'd be at least a few years old. But I think they do have to just clean it up every so often. I think they tried to get rid of it. Like, they took the whole thing off, all of it. Oh, yeah. Well, that would make sense because so many people put gum on that they have to make sure that it's able to sustain itself because if it's too heavy, it's just going to, like, you know, all fall off, I guess. I'm not really sure. But the gumball is a cool area. And also, Pike Place is near Pier 55, which is the waterfront, basically, in Seattle. And there they have the Great Seattle Wheel, which is the Ferris wheel that is kind of like, you know, any typical Ferris wheel. Um, I don't see it moving that often, but I know at nighttime it lights up pretty colors, and I love that. And it's also super close to Wings Over Washington, which if you've been to Disneyland or Disney World, you probably know Soarin' Over the World or Soarin' Over California and Disneyland or those kind of rides. And it's pretty similar in my opinion. I've only been to Wings Over Washington one time and they have really cool smells in there and it's really naturey kind of feeling because we are in Washington in the Pacific Northwest and there was different like forests and different animals and it was really fascinating to see and it's not just the ride as well. Um, in the beginning you're like brought to a waiting room and It does take a long time, but I think it's worth it. I don't remember off the top of my head how much money it is. I believe it's over $10 per person. But I think if it's kind of a one-time special occasion that it's worth going to, just to check it off the box and say that you've been. And if you like it, of course, go back. And I think that I want to go back sometime soon because it was pretty cool. And I can't go to Disneyland that often, obviously, because we're in Washington, So when you're missing those kinds of rides, Wings Over Washington is a really cool one and it's unique to our state, which is, you know, also something that people take pride in. The Ferris wheel is also really fun to go on. They have a carousel around there too and like cotton candy and sort of, it gives kind of fair vibes with some of the stuff that they have around that pier. But the Ferris wheel is something that I would recommend trying to go on if you get the chance It's a little scary because it looks like you're going to go down into the water, like on the way down. But I do recommend it is a really cool place to have the Ferris wheel just because it's like right next to the sound. Yeah. And something I mentioned previously, I wanted to correct myself on. I believe I said that the second Starbucks ever built in Pike Place was built in the 18th century. It was actually built in 1912 which was over a century ago still, but not in the 18th century. It was 1912. Sorry. Pretty close. Yeah. 12 years off. 12 years off. And also, Starbucks, as I mentioned, how there's so many corporations in Washington, but in the Seattle area specifically, the founded corporations were Costco and Amazon, which is probably the largest one, Um, Alaska Airlines, which is super, super common 
um, airline that people used to travel and Microsoft, which I actually don't know uh, their like statistics uh, compared to Apple, how far ahead or behind they are. But I know so many people use Microsoft. In our high school at Mercer Island, we also have a lot of different Microsoft computers and communal devices that we share that are Microsoft. So I think we also have some Apple. I think all the students are given Apple iPads, but we kind of uh, just, you know, uh, juggle in between what devices we use. But Microsoft is super, super common. There are so many Microsoft workers in the Seattle area, especially in Kirkland and Redmond, and it's a really expanding business and it's growing. And I think it's cool to say that all of those corporations have been built in Seattle. I'd like to say something sort of with the planes. Seattle is a huge sort of like airline plane, like that sort of place. There is the flight museum um, somewhere. Is that in Seattle or yeah, like kind of on the outskirts? And Boeing, I'm pretty sure, was also founded here just because we had a really big ability to produce because of all the dams in this area. We can produce cheaper energy. And so it's very beneficial to those big plane building companies like Boeing that came over here and kind of used those resources. So you can actually tour the Boeing factory. There's one that is a really interesting tour to go on. You get to see them building planes. Sometimes they show you like new planes that are coming soon. I have done that tour before. It was really cool. I'd recommend it. The Flight Museum is also a really fun place to see. We have a lot of Big yeah. museums like Mopop. And- well, the Museum of Flight, that's the one in Seattle. It's in the Rainier area, I believe. And I think it's just so fascinating that we have all of these huge buildings and corporations that have grown to be nationwide. Not nationwide, the um, the actual corporation, but, you know, all over America. And as we're wrapping up this episode, I, of course, wanted to mention the iconic Space Needle. This is kind of what people envision in their mind when they hear Seattle, at least non-Washington people. And it is, you know, they have a big... A New Year's celebration where they light it up and they have fireworks and they light it up for various occasions. I don't know off the top of my head all of them, but I know for a fact that New Year's does happen and it gets very crowded. It's by the Seattle Pacific Science Center and that's a really popular area too. I know they have like laser shows there and you know, I think they have like astronaut ice cream. I don't know why that was like the one thing that I remembered because as a kid I was obsessed with it. But they have so many things, and I think if you are a tourist in Seattle, you can't really run out of ideas because there are just a lot of different things, and you can see the history, like Julia was mentioning about Boeing, I believe. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different tours that you can do, and I think there's a lot of fun. I mean, I've honestly done so many of them over the years. You know, in the summertime when we're just, like, bored, we just go to Seattle and see the kind of iconic things. And I hope that if you are either a tourist or you stay here, that you are able to kind of soak in the unique history that Seattle has and how it's still growing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Julia.